What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, I think it was last week, maybe, maybe the week before, I did an episode talking about, you know, how the um, the Irvin Santana deal with the Braves ended up leading them to Mike Soroka. They signed Irvin Santana, and he would leave as a free agent, but in return, they got a, compensor- a compensatory compensation pick, whatever you want to call it, uh, in the supplemental first round, and he drafted Mike Soroka in 2015. Now he's, you know, one of the best young pitchers in baseball. So I wanted to kind of look at that trend and see what other teams have, you know, lost a free agent, but then they gained a star in the draft in that supplemental first round. So, um, I mean, basically what the supplemental rounds are is that it, it provides extra picks to teams that have lost free agents. So um, since 2013, a supplemental selection has been awarded to a club that has lost a free agent that rejected a qualifying offer. And a qualifying offer is basically like when someone's about to be a free agent, the team who he had just played for offers them a qualifying offer. It's usually like $17, $18 million. Um, it's usually a pretty competitive offer, but I mean, most players reject that so they can hit the open market. So as long as you offer a player a qualifying offer, and if they reject it, you get a, a supplemental pick. So Pretty much every team that has a free agent that's about to go on the market always does this. They always extend a qualifying offer because they know they'll get that pick. And hopefully they strike gold like, you know, the Braves did with Soroka and some of the names I'm about to mention now. So uh, usually these picks are made, um, you know, right after round one, but before round two of the draft. So these players are, are still considered first rounders, actually. Um, like when you think about it, they're, they're just like um, first round supplemental. So... Yeah, uh, first on this list, I mentioned already, Mike Sirocco, don't really need to go into that. Um, he's Atlanta's ace, and he did as a 21-year-old last year, and um, finished sixth in NL Cy Young voting. Next on this list is going to be Jack Flaherty. So Jack Flaherty, um, you know, just like Mike Sirocco, was one of the top pitchers in the NL last season, you know, fourth place on the Cy Young voting, um, and he registered a 275 ERA in 196 and third innings. And the way the Cardinals got him was because of Carlos Beltran. So they got that pick after Carlos Beltran left St. Louis to join the Yankees as a free agent. Beltran had a very successful two-year stint with the Cardinals. He was an all-star in both seasons with St. Louis and helped them reach the World Series in 2013. But, you know, helping deliver uh, Jack Flaherty um, to St. Louis may actually turn out to be more important than anything Beltran did for the Cardinals, and that's saying a lot. Next is going to be Aaron Judge. So the Yankees made a very under-the-radar trade during the 2008-2009 offseason because they, they had a monster offseason. They had just signed Mark Teixeira, CeCe Sabathia, and A.J. Burnett. You know, they went all in, and obviously they would win the World Series the next year. But they made a very under-the-radar trade by picking up Nick Swisher from the White Sox that same offseason. And Swisher was great for the Yankees. He spent four years in the Bronx and he was a fan favorite and he was, he was really good. But when he left the Yankees, he gave them a wonderful parting gift because he departed to sign with the Indians and, you know, the Yankees would get their supplemental pick, the 32nd pick in the 2013 draft and the Yankees selected Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is now the face of the franchise and he's one of the best players in baseball and he just needs to stay healthy. And that's really, he's an MVP candidate whenever healthy. 
Next is going to be Matt Olson, first baseman for the Oakland A's. They got him after the A's made a, a very minor trade to get David DeJesus from the Royals in 2011. Um, DeJesus left Oakland, signed with the Cubs, and he he left the A's with the 47th pick, the 47th pick in the 2012 draft, and that's how Oakland landed Matt Olson. He's been an absolute stud, one of the best first basemen in the game. Um, He's the best defensive first baseman in baseball. I mean, he, he gives you gold glove defensive first with very impressive raw power. And, I mean, this dude missed 34 games with a fractured handmade bone in his right hand, but he still put five and a half wins above replacement, like 5.4 on baseball reference last year. Next on this list is going to be Lance McCullers. And the Astros actually did really well you know in in the 2012 draft they took Correa number one overall and they took McCullers 41 and McCullers the McCullers pick came via the departure of their shortstop Clint Barmas who ended up signing with the Pirates after one season in Houston you know McCullers has been pretty good although he's battled injuries uh, throughout his career and, and some inconsistency he's shown ver like very good flashes of excellence I mean he's posted a 3.24 FIP and a 26.6% strikeout rate in four seasons before he missed all of last year, recovering from Tommy John. Next is going to be Joey Gallo with the Rangers. So this is because of C.J. Wilson. When the Rangers lost C.J. Wilson, you know, he was really good. C.J. Wilson was really good um, pitching for them. Uh, you know, back in 2010, he made a transition from the bullpen to the rotation. He, he was stud. And he positioned himself for a really good contract. He signed with the Angels five years, $77.5 million. And the loss of C.J. Wilson brought them the 39th pick in the 2012 draft. And that's how the Rangers drafted Joey Gallo. And Joey Gallo, is, he's, he's an up-and-coming player. He's still just 26 years old. And, I mean, had he not gotten hurt last year, he would have been in MVP conversations. I mean, this dude was, was just putting up monster numbers. A 986 OPS with 22 home runs over the first 70 games of the year. And then he... And he fractured his hammy bone in July. I mean, this dude was, was putting up a heck of a season. And he, he started, you know, just hitting for more average because he had always been like a, like a 200 hitter or something. And he actually just got better. And, I mean, he, he's still going to strike out quite a bit. But, I mean, last year he was hitting 253 in July, which is way more than enough. It's far more than enough for his power to play because he's a 40 home run guy. Um, so, yeah, Joey Gallo, one of the upcoming Still young and up-and-coming uh, studs of today's game. And, yeah, a couple more on this list. Uh, next is going to be Jose Berrios for the Minnesota Twins. They got him because of Michael Kadire. Michael Kadire left the Twins to sign with the Rockies, so they got Jose Berrios. Trevor Story. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I said that correctly. Um, Kadire left to sign with the Rockies. Trevor Story, speaking of Rockies... The Rockies got him because uh, Octavio Dotel, the reliever, left to sign with the Blue Jays. And a fun fact, like, um, like many of you know, Octavio Dotel has pitched for so many teams. I mean, he played for 13 teams. He spent less than a month with Colorado late in the 2010 campaign. But, you know, he ended up leaving for free agency. And they got Trevor Story as a 45th selection in the 2011 draft. Blake Snell, the recent Cy Young winner. In 2018, the Rays got him because Brad Hopp left to join the the Padres of free agent. They gave that gave the Rays the 57, sorry, the 52nd pick in the 2011 draft, 
they took Blake Snell. And last but not least is going to be Jackie Bradley Jr. with the Red Sox. He was a sandwich pick, a supplemental pick, that, you know, sandwich pick, that's what they call it, in 2011. And they got this because Adrian Beltre had left Boston to sign with the Rangers. You know, Adrian Beltre spent one year with the Red Sox, and he was it was one of the best seasons of his career. He had 321, 28, 28 home runs, 49 doubles, and a 919 OPS. That was a very good year um, for Adrian Beltre in Boston. But, you know, he left to sign with the Rangers. And, you know, as a result, the Red Sox drafted Jackie Bradley Jr. with the 40th overall pick in 2011. I mean, his his strong, he's never been a consistent offensive threat, but he was an all-star in 2016 um, because he had a very hot first half. He's a very streaky hitter, but a strong defense has kept him in Boston starting lineup since 2015. I mean, he was also MVP of the 2018 ALCS. And, I mean, he also had some really big hits in the World Series in 2018 where they won it. So that's going to do it. Those are some sandwich picks. And yeah, so next time your team is about to lose a free agent, just think, hey, extend a qualifying offer. We might get another star in our hands because those picks like, you know, between round one and two, like, you know, in the in the 40s or something like that, those are still very high level draft picks. And there's a lot of talent remaining there. You know, they're very talented players available, as, as you've seen in this list. So. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.